Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. I'm a mom of five. And I help moms like you declutter their home and simplify their lives. And today we are talking about delegation. And let's real quick, like what is the definition of delegation? So it is the shifting of authority and responsibility for particular functions, tasks, or decision from one person to another. Okay, so so that's a big, long definition, but I wanted to get clear on that because it's helpful to know what it even means. So in motherhood, delegation can be a lot of different things. It can be giving your kids chores. It can be 
dividing responsibilities between you and your spouse or your partner. It can be outsourcing things like laundry or a bunch of other things that we're going to talk about. And as moms, delegation often feels difficult because it can be a lot of different things. Okay. It can be that we struggle to receive help. We struggle to ask for help. We don't know how to ask for help. We um, want to do it ourselves because maybe it's a control thing or maybe it's because nobody else does it right or well enough. And so you have to go behind them anyway. It takes a lot of work for you to initially initially delegate something, right? Because especially for kids, if you're going to delegate some chores, you have to teach them how to do the chores, but then you also have to follow through and make sure that they're doing the chores. So delegation as a mom is not as easy as just saying, go do the chores, right? Or go do this so that I don't have to. And I want to share with you a story about delegation that I've recently experienced that was really powerful for me and has really changed the way that I view delegation and receiving help. So full disclaimer that this episode is not about chore charts, right? Or how to get your kids to help more or how to get your spouse to help more. Actually next week or in two weeks on February 14th, I'm running a a week-long challenge that is giving you daily decluttering projects that will make it easier for your kids and your spouse to help inside of the home. And then I'm going to be doing a bonus workshop called how to get your kids to help clean up. And my friend Brian is going to be doing a bonus workshop called how to get your spouse to help clean up. So that week is all about like delegation inside of your home, um, the daily to-do list, the daily chore charts, um, dividing responsibilities between your spouse. And I go really in-depth in that in my Motherhood Simplified course. But today's episode is a little bit different about getting some help for yourself in your motherhood in ways that you might not realize are delegation. So for me, delegation, the reason that I I struggle with delegation is um, not so much like a control thing or thinking that people can't do things well enough, um, which I know is true for a lot of people, but it's because I just don't want to ask for or accept help. Um, I have it in my head that I can do all of the things. I overestimate what I can get done. And so I just don't ask for help. I just do it all. And then part of me also has like a deep responsibility to do all of the things for my kids. I don't want to ever feel like I'm pushing the responsibility of my kids off onto other people or expecting that other people do things for my kids because I'm the mom and it should be me all the time, 24 seven, right in my head, which is, is not realistic. Yes, I am the sole provider and caretaker for my kids, along with my husband, who is wonderful and amazing. And I have a great partner in that regard. Um, But just because I choose to do certain things, like send them to school, for example, I used to think like, oh my gosh, sending my kids to school Um, I should be homeschooling. I should be the one doing literally all of this. I don't want to accept the help. And so I struggled because we've homeschooled in the past before. I struggled with sending my kids to school, which is a form of delegation. It's accepting help and getting your kids educated. It's also accepting help if you are a working parent so that you can go to work and make money and provide for your family. So sending your kids to school or daycare is a form of delegation. It's getting help in doing things for your kids. 
Um, and I struggled with that because there's a lot of people out there who will fill your mind with things like saying it's letting somebody else raise your kids. And it's not um, because you're still the parent. You are still the one that they come home to. You're still the one making the decisions. You're still the one with the responsibility. Um, it's not the same. So on that same note, this year, um, my two of my older kids are going to separate schools and they start at the same time, but they are 20 minutes apart. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I've, I've always driven my kids to school, always picked them up. I've always done the car line um, because I want, I want to do that. I want to do that and I can do that. And um, even when we had toddlers and babies and it was inconvenient, I did it because I felt like it was my responsibility to do. Um, but this year, it just wasn't possible, right? I couldn't be in two places at once, especially if you know how car lines work, right? It's going to be 40 minutes in just one car line, getting through that, you know, driving to school, sitting in the car line, and then getting home. Um, and then I've got two toddlers who the car lines would be like right during their nap times. So that wasn't going to work. And so I had to get help and delegate getting my kids to school by letting them ride the bus. And that might not be a big deal to a lot of people, but for me, it was a really big deal because like I said, I've always had this belief of like, I need to do it all. I need to be the one to do these things for my kids. I shouldn't ask for help. I shouldn't, you know, I, I should just be able to figure it out and, and, and do it. And it's just not possible, right? Um, this year under our circumstances, it's not possible. And I even went as far as to do things like, well, maybe I'll drive one kid to school one week while the other one rides the bus and then alternate weeks. But my husband was like, just no, like that's complicating things for yourself, right? You don't have to be the one to drive them to school, right? Is what it came down to. I, I don't have to be the one to drive my kids to school and I really can't be, and it's okay to let them ride the bus. And it's actually been really wonderful for them. They've met kids in the neighborhood who they didn't know before. They enjoy um, like the freedom that comes with getting to walk to the bus and hang out with their friends before and after school. It's given them an additional layer of responsibility and autonomy. And so it's been good for them, but it's also been good for my toddlers because I'm not disrupting their nap times or their wake up times and rushing them and having them sit in the car for hours a day doing all these things. And it's also been good for me because it frees up about an hour and a half, almost two hours of driving time I would be spending every single day that I can spend at home with my other two kids that I can spend on my business, creating podcasts for you. Um, it's just a really, I hope to you, a really good example of delegation because there are things in your life that you are doing that somebody else can adequately do and it can give you relief in your day and it can actually be good and beneficial for your entire family. If you just ask for the help and let the help happen and then take steps to make that help actually a reality. So um, I want you to think today about what can you start to delegate. What can you start to delegate? Like, what can you let go of? Maybe you're like me and it's like, what little bit of your pride can you let go of and ask for help with? What things are you doing that somebody else could totally do 
for you. Now, some examples might be chore charts within your in your home, right? Like getting help with the chores in your home. And that delegation is, is a skill set, to be completely honest, because you have to first make sure that you have a manageable amount of stuff to delegate. You have to know how to actually do the thing before you can give that responsibility off to somebody else. And then you have to follow through with it. Like delegation is not just saying, keep, keep your room clean. And then everybody keeps their room clean, right? Delegation is an entire skill. So I hope to see you in next week's challenge um, where we are. I'm going to give you that deep dive workshop on how to get your kids to help clean up. And then Ryan will cover how to get your spouse to help clean up. And then I will be giving you decluttering projects that will make these hot spot areas of your home easier for everyone to manage. Because if you have too much stuff, you are never going to be able to adequately delegate it. And that's just how it is. Um, so we're going to be decluttering along with learning this new skill, but some other ways that you can delegate in your life that aren't, you know, so much of the day-to-day -day things are things like the bus, right? Um, I know not everybody will agree with this and, and might think it's weird, but sending my kids to school actually is a form of delegation because I have homeschooled in the past and it, it takes a lot. Like it's, it's really hard for me. I'm not good at it. And I know there's so many, so many people like, it's, it's fine. Just leave it. I've, I've done it. It's just not for us. It's just not for us. I really struggle with it. And, um, so do my kids like school works for us. And so it's a form of delegation because I'm getting help with having my kids learn things at school that I don't have to teach them at home. Um, that's a form of delegation. It can be house, house, like a housekeeper who comes in and cleans your house. You don't have to be the one to deep clean your house. Somebody else can do that perfectly fine, right? Lawn service. Like I know a lot of people say like getting a housekeeper was the greatest thing I've ever done. The greatest thing I've ever delegated. And to me, the housework really isn't a big deal. I've decluttered. I'm really efficient with my cleaning systems. Um, I, it's just not something that I feel like I need to delegate at this point. Um, but lawn service, that is something 100% that we love to delegate because it takes up, you know, four hours every weekend that we could be playing as a family. So we delegate lawn service. Um, it could be laundry. It could be a meal delivery kit, which I've done in the past as well. Like it's just way too much work to try to meal plan and meal prep. Like I'm just going to buy a meal plan from somebody and use that. That can be a form of delegation. So when it comes to delegation and you're trying to figure out what it is that you need to delegate, here are some questions that you can ask yourself. First question is, what are the things that I am doing that other people can do? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know that it's, that's the end of the sentence. That other people can do. Not that other people can do perfectly up to my standards so that I don't have to go behind them and do it again. Right. A part of your delegation is probably adjusting your expectations and realizing that getting their help is beneficial for you. It's beneficial for them and it doesn't have to be perfect. Okay. So what are you doing that other people can do? Right. What are you doing that you're not good at that is really draining your time and energy that would be really helpful for you to get help with? Right. So for example, 
housekeeping, it just, I'm, I'm good at it. I'm good at it. I have a system. It's not making my life harder. Getting somebody to come clean our house wouldn't feel like a big help to me. It just wouldn't. But lawn service, I hate mowing the lawn. My husband hates mowing the lawn. <laughs> we aren't good at it. We are not good at like trimming the edges and, and all of that stuff. So that's something that makes sense for us to delegate. It takes up our time, a lot of our time and during the growing season, takes up a lot of our time. Neither of us like to do it. Neither of us are good at it. That is something that makes sense to delegate. Um, and again, I'm talking about bigger things to delegate. I'm going to be talking more in depth about the day-to-day -day delegation with your family during that week-long challenge. Again, I would love to have you. It's only $10 to join. Would love, love, love to have you and talk about these daily things, chore charts, accountability systems, getting help with the day-to-day, -day, um, you know, laundry, dishes, toys, cleaning up their messes, cleaning up their bedrooms, and that kind of a thing. Now, delegation can also be um, setting up automation systems, you know, online bill pay is a big one. Um, just having things automatically done, that just reminded me I have a bill that isn't on auto pay that I need to handle today. I'm going to write that down real quick. <laughs> um, but it can be that, and it can also be just straight up eliminating things that you don't have to do. So eliminating things like birthday parties, like big Pinterest birthday parties is something that I used to feel like I had to do, realize I don't have to do it at all. I don't have to delegate that. I can just straight up not do it. And that's why decluttering is, it really goes hand in hand with delegation because you're like, well, I have to clean these things up. I have to do laundry. I have to do dishes. I have to clean up the messes. I have to organize the toys. And of course you do, but you don't have to clean up and organize all of that stuff. You need to get it down to a manageable amount, right? You don't have to waste your life away organizing clutter or trying to clean up clutter. You just you need less stuff. So that's going on off a little bit of a tangent um, that we are going to cover in that week-long challenge. Um, but I want to keep this, I want to, it's time to end this episode. It's time to end this episode, everybody. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope it gets your wheels spinning and thinking about new ways that you can start to delegate in your life. And I will see you for next week's episode. Bye. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group. 
or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.